Konnichiwa, hajime mashite, Nathan Sandes, and welcome to another episode of Your Weekly Ramen. I'm here with your beloved co-host, Ty. How's it going? Good, buddy? Good, good. I, I, think, um, I think it's going pretty good today. It's, it's, been a, it's been a good day. Yeah? Do you hear that beautiful sound? That wonderful, melodious sound? Um, or rather, the lack of a terrible after sound? Well, I mean, usually you don't really hear your voice. You start to tone it out, but... Thank you. I appreciate it. My voice is... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was all about you. <laughs> <laughs> that was all about you. Why, thank you, let's, good sir. Let's see, what's the smoothest you can go? Smooth voice. Oh, yeah. Arigato. <laughs> arigato. Domo, arigato. Mr. Roboto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that part of the song? No, EA is no. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. EA is no. So, in case you guys missed uh, last episode or a couple episodes before, Ty and I, actually Ty's been working on it for a long time, and I just recently started. We've been slowly but surely familiarizing ourselves with the Japanese language, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, Hi. Ty's mastered that one. Ty's working on being a Japanese yes man. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> did did you ever watch that show uh Kappa Mikey? Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Nope. <laughs> nope. I've never even heard of that. Oh, that show was the best. It was like a cartoon. I can't even tell you what channel it was on, but it was uh, a cartoon about this American guy who's kinda down on his luck. And he was he was younger. He had to be like uh, teens or late teens or something. But anyway, he he won a ticket to Japan and um, nice. to be a, a a star on a t a star as a hero on a on a TV show. And it's there. It's just like they get up to a bunch of shenanigans and it's it's all comedy like it doesn't take itself seriously at all much like the anime of the week this week <laughs> i was gonna say hmm, that's kind of familiar <laughs> yeah so good segue there but too bad we have to go into the flavor of the week first yeah Which what is uh what is our flavor my friend well um the ramen flavor don't tell me it's ramen flavor again <laughs> ramen flavored ramen for the extremely impoverished. <laughs> Which is just plain ramen noodles without any flavoring. God, can you imagine how disgusting that would taste? Yeah, it would be like eating spaghetti without any pasta sauce. Yeah. Or meat. Yeah. Nasty. Um, no, but so there's a little bit of a story behind the flavor of the week this week. And oh boy. yeah. It has to do with the me eating at the cafeteria today. Um, <laughs> let me give a little plug for the cafeteria at this school. It is like my one sanctuary, um, which explains my stature. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like buffet style, right? Um, which is terrible because how can you, you know, not eat three plates of food when you're at a buffet? Yeah, tell me about it. Like. It, <laughs> For lunch today, I got uh, we went to a place that I don't really like any of their food, 
but they had an appetizer that sounded good, so I got the appetizer. Well, the appetizer is made for like five people, not one. So <laughs> by the end of it, I'm like, oh, I hate myself. <laughs> Please tell me you finished that bad boy, though. No. No? I got I got maybe two-thirds of the way through it, and then I was like, I could keep eating, but I'm not gonna because it's just no way. <laughs> You're a stronger man than me, then. I was like, well, I mean, it's not because I didn't want to. It's because I knew if I kept eating, I would probably throw up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I reached that state today. No, but... What it was is um, they have every now and then they have this dish that's like a kind of seafood mystery dish. It's it's just <laughs> like a bunch of seafood stuff slopped Ew. together. <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, it's decent. It you sound good. You put it over rice and it's okay. Um, uh-huh. but uh, in the past it's usually been the same thing. This week though, I was eating it and I was like, what's what's this weird texture? And I looked down, and it had little octopus in it. And it was like the full octopus minus the head, too. So all oh the gosh. all the tentacles were intact. And I was like, I'm not sure if if I'm cool with this. Like, <laughs> part of me was like, this is really cool because, you know, we're into Japanese stuff, and that's a huge thing over there. Uh, the other part of me was like, ew, you know? I thought <laughs> you had... I thought you've had um, that before. I've had calamari, which is fried octopus, and let me tell you, there's a world of difference <laughs> when it's when it's fried and calamari. Yeah, I, sometimes I, at least the one I've had is just the tentacles. They they cut it apart and fry it. But um, <clears throat> what was strange? The strangest thing about eating it was knowing that octopi are like really intelligent creatures. Right? So, and it's weird knowing you're eating something that's like smart, you know? No, I mean, not, not really, because if you think about it, like a lot of the tuna that you used to eat, they're not as bad now, but like when we were kids growing up, a lot of the tuna that we would eat would have dolphin in it. Dolphin's a very smart creature. Like the fish, though, right? Not the mammal? Yeah, like actual dolphin. Like they have at SeaWorld. What? Like. Yeah. Like the mammal dolphin? Like the yeah. cousin to the... No, really? Yeah, because like um, when they when they fish tuna, sometimes they will get dolphin. And that's why if you ever look at a um, can of tunas, they'll usually say like dolphin safe. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, so see, dolphins are smart and you ate a dolphin once. <laughs> at least part of a dolphin. That's why they call tuna brain food, huh? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> are are cows mammals? That's a stupid question, isn't it? I suppose they are, aren't they? Uh, yes. I was gonna say eating a mammal is practically one step away from cannibalism, but yeah, then I remembered cows are mammals, and I eat cow all the time, <laughs> and I have no qualms with that. Yeah, but they're not the smartest creatures. No. Uh, so I would just like to point out real quick. Um, I just got a text from our grandmother. Okay. Um, with a picture and said, Grandpa is in church jail. Oh, Grandpa. What did he <laughs> do this time? I don't know. They're having like the fall festival at it. And it's Western themed. So. <laughs> <laughs> he got. Like, well. <laughs> what are some fun terms for the word jail? <laughs> uh, the. Uh, mm, I know there's some old Western ones. Slammer. 
Slammer is a good one. I want to say Putin Nanny, but I'm ninety percent sure that's not one. The pen. The pen. Yeah. You know, short for like penitentiary. Locked him up in the pen. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we don't have an old Western anime. No, not yet. Anyway, um, we do have a great anime of the week for you guys. But before. Before going into that, talking about grandmas, um, I got to plug my other grandma in here. Oh. Uh, I got a picture of her. Uh, uh, pretty great. It's her wearing a Superman shirt and um, like black. Uh, what are those? They're like they're like, or I guess they're sweatpants, black sweatpants, and like red underwear on the outside <laughs> and she's like posing uh, you dressed up for halloween huh i no this was several days ago <laughs> so well, i mean it could have been like a hey look at the costume i bought for halloween thing yeah um, maybe she there was there was no text accompanying this picture <laughs> just the picture itself was she trying so. to dress up as like the new supergirl I think she knows, like, I'm a huge fan of Superman, so... Oh, no, there is text. It says Super Grandma. Oh, we'll so see there you go. Now, Did... You're a huge fan of Superman? Yeah, I am. And... <laughs> Here's some canon for you. Superman, he's, like, one of my favorite heroes. Tyler does not agree. He is one of my least favorite heroes. Um, I did like the new movie, though. Really? I see. We disagree on that too, because I was not a fan. Really? No, I, I I don't like Superman because he is insanely overpowered, and like it's like there's like if you ever have read some of the old comics, like the things that he can do is just like ridiculous. It's like how is it ever entertaining to watch? Like there's no struggle for this dude. He's so freaking powerful. That's like, what's the point of the struggle? He can freaking kill cancer at a subatomic level. <laughs> well, yeah, I imagine so can Ant-Man, though. Well, yeah, but Ant-Man would actually probably shrink down to the size and beat up the cancer cells. <laughs> just, that would be punch the shit out of cancer cells. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> Take that, leukemia. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I feel like with Superman, it's more the conflict comes from his... um. It, yeah, his internal of. struggle of what am I? And yeah. why are all my people dead? Yeah, well, that one's easy. <laughs> Comet, or. Now is the sun. Well, it depends on, I think, there's several different origin stories. I don't know. But uh, anyway, um, anime, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's get, let's get to this one because it's, it's a doozy. It's a real treat after it Halloween. It's a nice transition. Yeah, which is it's funny. Here's a little bit of behind the scenes for you guys. Um, this episode will not go live until after Halloween, but this is the day before Halloween. So it's kind of weird to be recording. And like, I feel like we should be recording a Halloween episode here because it is like the day before Halloween. But at the same time, by the time it airs, Halloween's gone. So, I agree. I, I think if it airs Sunday, which is the big if knowing us. Sorry, guys. Um <laughs> We'll get better at that someday, I promise. That's a Nathan guarantee. Yeah. Uh, No, I feel like this will be a good episode to listen to the day after Halloween, though. 
Yes, yes. It's and that's kind of the way we planned it. We planned it as like a kind of a ramping down kind of thing. Like uh we were super Halloweeny and now we don't want to go like cut you off cold turkey to Halloween stuff. We want to kind of gently, you know, get out of it. Just like a rehabilitation center for meth addicts. Yep. Meth addicts. That's well, a weird mouth word. <laughs> that being said, technically, this is not the end of October. So according to our canon, I'm still evil. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, good. One, one <laughs> last night of evil. <laughs> He's back. And you Everyone, you were done. get indoors. <laughs> Hide your children. We were talking on the phone earlier this week, and Nathan's like, oh, yeah, now, now evil Tyler's gone. I was so yeah. excited. <laughs> but you said for the month of October, so technically <laughs> this is Evil still Tyler it. makes my life so much more difficult. Uh, wait till tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wake up and be, like, surrounded by severed heads. <laughs> uh, the fun part is it might not be entirely false. Oh, good. Yeah, I'd like to see you go on a murdering spree and drive <laughs> across the country just to, <laughs> just for that one night. All in one night, yeah. That's the impressive part. But, that being said, let's move on to our anime. Yeah, which is anything but evil, really. It's, it's adorable, and I love it. <laughs> Mainly, we kind of just did that because we wanted to watch this anime again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of Halloween-ish. It... Um, it's still, I mean, it is my personal favorite comedy anime. Same here. <clears throat> uh, let's, let's get in. Let's at least tell them the name. No, nope, uh, no, no. That's no fun. They have 14 to minutes in 15. <laughs> we're a quarter of an hour in and we haven't said the, said the name yet. What if we did do a recording where we went through like we just everything totally we, forgot. <laughs> and we just didn't say the name in the anime throughout the whole recording? Well, usually we'll um, tag it in the um, podcast, like when we That's true. put it up on SoundCloud and uh, iTunes. We usually tag it and maybe even put it in the descriptions. So there's 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 some little things that could... If we ever accidentally do forget to say the name of the anime, check those. <laughs> Our don't right. and play a fun little guessing game. Yeah, I bet right. you could guess it. You guys are smart, intelligent people. I mean, with the kind of clues that we give them, they could probably put together some kind of string and throw that into Google and find out what uh, what we're talking about. Yeah. So the anime of this week, without further ado, is called... It's... Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Censored. Just die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's called, Is This a Zombie? Or in Japanese, uh, Kori wa Zombie Deska. Except not monotone like that. <laughs> Kori wa Zombie Deska. Yeah, Tyler's a lot better at this than me. Well, I've been doing it a little longer than you. Plus, yeah. plus the app that I use to learn has um, like native Japanese speakers, so you get to hear how they say it. And I guess that's really important, too. Yes. All right. Especially in that language. Anyway, um, yeah. So okay. let's let's talk about what this is about. Let's. You want to go into? Let's go into the plot if that's okay. 
The synopsis? The synopsis. No, synopsis. that one's English. Synopsis is good. <laughs> synopsis. <laughs> um, Akiwa Ayumu is a normal high school boy. Well, it starts out with a lie, doesn't it? <laughs> well, to be fair, you know, he is, was. Listen, but... he was normal for like five seconds in this series. Yeah, well, see, okay, see, this needs to be changed from is to was. Yeah. Then it would be okay. Akawa Ayumu was a normal high school boy. One day, he was killed by a serial killer and revived as a zombie by a necromancer named Eklaiawood. Um, Lusawood. Lusawood. Okay, thank you. Hellsite. I got that one. Hellsite's a cool name. He, uh, it's, it's, they don't she, say her she's name nicknamed a lot, you. so it's kind of, yeah, just you. you. He starts to serve <clears throat> you as her guard, but he happens to deprive the Masu Sojo Hora of her magic power, which is Japanese, I'm guessing, for magical garment girl, because that is what she is. <laughs> um... Hora, which is her name, orders Haru. Aimu. What? Haruna. Haruna. God, I, <laughs> I gotta get better at this. Well, I, uh, that one's a little difficult, but I I know because of the English dub. Didn't you watch the English dub? I, I did, so I have no excuse. <laughs> Haruna, which yeah, this sounds much better. Orders Aimu to fight against the anti-maso sojo system, Megalo. In her place. This this is one of the synopsises, synopsi, um, that are kind of lacking. Yeah, I mean, it's only like a three-sentence synopsis. It is kind of not that great. And, and it, it doesn't even give a source, so we have no one to blame. Yeah, right? Uh, and it doesn't, like, it doesn't even go over, like, the first, like, five minutes of the first episode. Yeah, that's true. So like, let's let's do this justice. It's like then. such a vague, like horrible synopsis. Uh, Probably one of those late nighters once again. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so let's dive a little deeper in this plot. Hold your breath, plug your nose, put on your flippers, cause here we go. I I guess it starts out okay, right? So Ayumu is is the main character. The story revolves around him, and he is in fact a zombie which i mean at least for the first half of the first season i'm pretty sure they mentioned every episode i think <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much what they start out with on the episodes yep. uh gotta remind you just in case you forgot yeah. which i i really and i don't know if this is the right section to get into this but i really enjoyed how this anime did not take itself seriously at all like it had good plot and it had yeah. serious parts, but it it's it's not up its own butt. You know what no. I mean? Right. It knows it's not. It, it knows it's a comedy. And it does good, unique comedy too. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it, I was genuinely laughing through a lot of it. It wasn't oh, yeah. the the old. You know, you get this with every comedy anime kind of stuff. It was it was good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It is. So. Um. All right, let's see if we can refine the synopsis. Yes, let's. All right, so yes, he is killed by a necromancer. Uh, or not, he's not killed by the necromancer. <laughs> he's killed and revived by the necromancer, Yu Helsai. Um, she um, does not speak 
should probably state that that's actually a pretty big um, oh yeah that's a big plot device yeah yeah um which by the way uh the first time i watched it um i watched it dubbed both times i rewatched it for that episode yeah no i really enjoy the uh voice acting in this and we'll talk about that in characters right but the first time i watched it um they gave subtitles on everything she wrote and but the second time i guess i watched it somewhere else the second time because they did not do that and that makes it everything so much more confusing yeah you have to really rely on context clues because even though she does not talk and there's a reason for it you'll find out later in the series i mean you don't want a character that literally does not do anything so they made it so she um communicates through writing everything down well, yeah. I don't know if it's lazy animation or what, um, but they decided instead of, um, in the English dub, instead of, you know, erasing the Japanese text and putting in American text, they just kind of dubbed it over. Yeah. And, Which... I mean, we say she doesn't talk, but there are... So here's an example of the comedy. There there are cute little parts where Ayumu kind of... she She writes something to him, and he fantasizes her saying it. But so she, I mean, she talks in these fantasies, but and she doesn't say anything close. She's really mean what she writes down. Everyone's yeah. this is definitely a harem. Anime. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, but we'll get to that later because there's something funny about that, too. What you just said, there's there's a little thing that they do that makes that really funny, but that's probably following uh, following uh, more under the characters or the voices. Okay. All right. Um, so let's stick the plot then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, the the first episode starts out. You know, you he pretty much the main character Ayamu goes to a graveyard for whatever reason. I think he's just walking home and he's walking through the graveyard. As and, a zombie, uh, he's uh, justifiably fond of graveyards. Yes, but we don't know that he's a zombie. Yet. That's true. That's true. Um, so he meets up with um, while he's in this graveyard. Um, a giant bear-like creature um, attacks. And fighting this bear-like creature is what they call a magical garment girl, which is just a um, generic, like, magic girl anime kind of thing. It's a big thing, too. There's people who are super into magical garment girl anime. Oh, yeah, sure. And justifiably so. I mean, did we we ever... um... Did we ever redo, uh, review uh, Madoka Magica? No, I wanted oh. to, but we never got around to it. That's that's a that's a magical girl um, anime that we should do sometime because even though it's a magical girl anime, that's, there's some there's some stuff to it that I think you would like. Anyway, uh, so she is fighting this, and he's kind of in her way, and certain circumstances lead up to him getting. Uh, oh, oh, wait! Before we get to that part. Um, we should we should point out the magical garment girl uses a chainsaw as which a is fucking awesome. <laughs> like the two don't go. It's a like a hot pink chainsaw too. So she uses the chainsaw um, as a weapon, and the monster that she's fighting, um, which was talked about in the um, bland synopsis, is called like a megalo, um, which is just their generic like bad guy monster things and And most um, of the time like pervert (laughs) right right 
So um, they're either yeah, they're either an animal or like a pervert. Thing. Right. Well, sometimes both. <laughs> right. Also, so, something you can clear up for me. I don't know if now's the time or whatever, but apparently there's like some good megalos out there. Which what? They don't uh, explain that. Yeah, I mean, there's there's good sides to everything, man. That's true. Every coin has two sides. There's no there's no black and white, man. There's some gray in here. Right. Thanks, <laughs> hippie Tyler. <laughs> Everything's not black and white, man. <laughs> Smoke this doobie, man. Yeah, just calm down. Chill. Just take some drugs. <laughs> um, just smack Jenny around a little bit. It's cool. She's just a girl. She's just a woman. They're just objects, man. <laughs> Forget that gump guy. Oh, uh, boy. Anyway, before we get too in trouble... Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, ladies, once again, you realize... Like on SoundCloud, pretty much our our following is women, right? All I mean, of our followers are well, all because uh, I see their profile pictures. Now, come on, Nate. This is well, the okay. internet. All of anybody, one, and I that's can go find fair. a hot. I can go find a hot girl picture and put that on our SoundCloud picture, and you wouldn't know. Listen, Tyler, we we can't deny it. We are ladies' men. They're well, just drawn to us. That's fair enough. <laughs> Let me have this. You got this. me there. <laughs> I have so little there. in life. <laughs> so anyway, um, been so long <laughs> since I felt the touch of a woman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> too far. Too much. Don't even go there, man. Um. <laughs> uh, so while they're fighting, um, the magical garment girl, um, is trying to stop this this megalo, and he keeps getting in the way, and eventually gets to the point where she is like, "All right, well, sacrifices have to be made." And cuts him what, in half what, along with the megalo. And that point arrives. I mean, there's a little hesitation to the arrival of that point. <laughs> she yeah, pretty much I mean, like there's not like any like like fighting her, you know, moral conscience about this. It's like, <laughs> is this the right thing to do? No, sacrifices yeah. have to be made. <laughs> He's probably dead anyway. So yeah, right. I think her exact words are, "You're dead anyway. I'm, don't worry, you'll be avenged" or something like that. Yeah, because at this point, I think he's impaled on, like, the monster spike or something like that. God, she, this is she, such a great <laughs> anime. I love this anime so I do much. Too. And she do, she doesn't know that he's a zombie, so she's like, all right, well, so, you know, sacrifices <laughs> have to be made yeah. anyway. So she cuts him in half, and um, she's like, oh, well, that was too bad. And then he's like, hey, put me back <laughs> together. And, like, he's like, oh, half, excuse me. He's cut in half and everything. And... Um, she freaks out and he explains he's a zombie. So that's how we learn he's a zombie. Um, and then we're reminded of it every episode. Well, yeah. Which is fine because they don't do it in an annoying way. They're like, no, by no. the way, it's like a kind of on the nose thing, right? Right, right. Kind of like, um, you know, this is my life now that I'm a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, even within, I mean, that's not even the whole first episode. That's probably like half of the first episode. Yeah. So right there, you can tell, I mean, that's, it's insanely funny. We might not, you might not think it's super funny from us telling you what it's like, but trust us, when you actually watch it, it is insanely funny. Yeah. So a lot of the first half of the anime is just uh, introducing other key characters and then fighting these megalo things. Um, Yeah. But there is a twist to that. Yeah, because around, like, episode six, like, it takes a little bit of a turn, and the plot 
really i mean it starts to get serious right right i mean like it's still funny like we said it doesn't take itself too seriously but that doesn't mean it can't have a good dramatic plot but i think it's either in the the latter half of the first episode or in the second episode one of the two i think it's in the first episode the magical girl that he met loses her powers and her clothes and her clothes um there is uh, a lot of partial nudity in this um i think they do a good job of censoring it though yeah i mean they make it they make it funny um and they do yeah they do censor it's not like you know it's not like a total mature anime let's see what is it i guess it is rated r technically but um that apparently is for violence and profanity yeah, and I also want to point out that it's not like previous anime we've reviewed uh, where situations like this happen, like um, Aesthetica of a Rogue Hero, mm-hmm. right? That was like, oh, this guy's cool. He's uh, snatching bathing suits and whatnot. No, this guy, he 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 gets in a lot of trouble for... Yes, yes. It, it, yeah. The girls are not, like, willingly showing him anything or, like... <laughs> him, like just going out and trying this he's he's getting into these situations that he doesn't want to be in and accidentally happens to you know see somebody naked or something which is comedy gold it's like it's almost like punchline kind of done right you yeah know? yeah um not but, that punchline was bad but yeah but i i mean it's definitely like like you said not that punchline was bad but this is definitely a lot funnier in my opinion um, he's, he's commonly, you know, given nicknames like perverted maggot scum, even yeah. though it's, it's very clear he's not a pervert and he definitely, <laughs> when things like that happen, he's like, oh no, or, you know, it's, yeah. it, although he, he kind of is though, because he has, like you said, some like really weird fantasies <laughs> yeah, of, um, true. It's like, and they're never like, a lot of like them, super perverted though. They're like more like. Oh, I love you, kind of thing. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, my big strong hero. Yeah, right. Um, never like very sexual or anything like that. But um, anyway, she loses her powers, and um, there's still all these monsters to fight. So somehow, she transfers her powers to him. I think so, he's he's like a sponge. I think he kind of just yeah. absorbs it. Yeah, he zombies. I guess naturally absorb in this anime. Zombies like naturally absorb magical powers, which is convi- are somehow left out of all other zombie lore. Yeah, right. I've never heard of that before, but it but it, it works super it works, well in this. Yeah, exactly. It it provides opportunities for a whole lot of comedy. So he essentially steals her powers, and he has and her clothes. And- so he has to become we, yeah, the magical garment. Let's girl. not skimp over that, shall no, we? No, of course not. He has to become the magical garment girl, and part of being a magical garment girl is the clothes. That's the garment part of magical <laughs> garment girl. Badass chainsaw. Well, it is pink. Um, but I mean, yeah. Badass pink chainsaw and magical garment girl or magical garments. There's, yeah. There's a there's a trade off there. So he has he's. He's a cross-dresser, which is not his fault. Like, he doesn't and, want to do it, but he, 
they make him do it, but he also gets <laughs> yeah. shit for it. They call him like cross dresser and shit for it, and it's like not his fault they're making him do it. It's so good. And they really I mean, when he's doing this magical transfer girl transformation, they really uh I mean they really show like Oh yeah. They they, <laughs> they do like they don't they, show anything of his, but it's like it's really funny. They do you know, they do like the classic like um costume transformation scene like where you get like one part of his costume and it will go you know pop and, yeah it's a like, really transform. pleasant sound too yeah it's a very like um very cute like um like you would see in a magical girl anime like pop, pop, yeah pop. we really can't stress enough magic garment girl <laughs> it is one of the funniest things it's like yeah it doesn't sound that funny that he's a cross dresser but it is insanely funny there's some there's some really funny uh like him cross dresser panty shots too, which yes. is <laughs> I mean uh, and they do it in a way like it, they do it in an awkward way, which makes it funny. But that's what I love about it. It, it yeah, it, it it doesn't change the transformation. Like the first time you see her transform, it does the same animation as when <laughs> he transforms. Yeah, it's like cute when she does it, and then you see him doing it. It's like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, so yeah, I mean that's essentially like the plot is of the first season, and she he uses his his newly found magical garment girl powers to fight these monsters. Um, but it's primarily comedy based. There's a lot of um, in the first season, there's tons of characters introduced. Um, not like an overwhelmingly amount, but there are a lot of characters and a, a pretty decent story to go along with it. Um, but it is primarily comedy. Yeah, they, which which is good. I mean, and that adds to the rewatch value, right? Because <clears throat> if you're having a stressful week and you just want to sit down and turn your brain off and laugh at something, this is the anime to do that Oh, too. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and up to, like like Nate said, like up to episode six is just like an episode-to-episode basis. So you don't have to, like, there's not a lot of plot in the first six episodes. It's more like introducing characters and a lot of comedy. It's about episode six where the plot kicks in, and there's still a lot of comedy, but it starts to get a lot more serious. Um, and it's actually a really good plot. Like, I really like it. You get... Um, attached to the characters, so when when the plot happens, you take interest in it. You you have an emotional investment in it. Yeah, it's a shame we can't really say what because the plot develops right, and we can't say what it develops into without spoilers. And this is too good of an anime to give spoilers for. Yeah, yeah, it is. So. Um, but yeah, so the, I mean, the first season, hilarious. And has a, a bit of a story to it, like a pretty decent story to it. Did you watch season two? I sure did. Okay. So, in my opinion, I want to see what your opinion is. My opinion, season two got even funnier, but it didn't have as good of a story. It kind of it kind of um, cut back on the plot and introduced more comedy. Yeah, I no, I agree. I'd be interested to see, like, to hear why they did that too. Were Were they like, this is a, uh, you know, maybe they had more fun making the comedy? Because I feel like it was some pretty chill dudes who made this. Oh yeah, made this anime. Know. I don't know for sure, but yeah, 
maybe they were like, you know, let's let's take it easy and let's just have some story planning sessions where we just spitball funny things, you know? I can't I can't imagine that you could be like uptight and like, you know, very um very stressed and hard working to make an anime like because there's just too much comedy, too much fun involved with this anime. Yeah, the the writers were were really good. Yeah. Uh, in the in the comedy department anyway. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, I mean plot-wise, love it. The second season I think is even funnier than the first, but it doesn't it's more episode by episode basis. I don't know, maybe they just thought that people love comedy so much and that it's supposed to be a comedy anime, so they maybe kind of said, yeah, well, the plot in the first one was cool. Let's just stick with the comedy. Yeah. Which, or maybe it was to build up, because there is a little bit, there's a lot more, like, background development and stuff in the second season. That's true. It it almost, yeah, it almost changes to a different jump, uh, drama. Yeah. Yeah. Or a, a different genre, sorry. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking I, I, it, it drops I, most of the drama. Yeah, yeah, I knew what you meant. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to add, like... Plot-wise? Uh, no, I, f- I feel like anything else we add is, is going to be spoiler stuff. Yeah. I would hope that description thus far has been enough to enter, like, guys, like, wanting to watch this. Yeah, I mean, we can... Is... We can add vague stuff, like, uh, uh, of course, with every anime, there's an antagonist that's introduced, and when the plot starts to get heavy, and and there's there's yeah, some it, interesting developments. It is, like we said earlier, it's a, it's a harem anime, which I don't feel like we've got on. Um, so we've talked a lot about um, Haru, which is the magical garment girl, but we haven't talked a lot about... Um, and this is almost kind of getting more into characters now. Um, we haven't talked about Hugh Heldyth, which is the necromancer that brought him back, who is now living with him. And um, there's some, I mean, you can kind of tell that this is like a horror comedy. So, well, not really like horror isn't scary, but like they pulled a lot of stuff from horror. So you got the zombies, you got, you know, magic girls which i guess it pulls a lot from like I mean, everything not yeah. really just like one genre it pulls a lot from like all kinds of genres i would almost argue that magical garment girls are not really horror based unless no. they're wielding a chainsaw in which case i can see it right cuz it's it, a little bit in there with it i mean it doesn't it doesn't resemble it at all at all but somewhere there's something wrong in my mind where I think Haruna, and I think uh, that old, really cheesy, I don't know if it was a movie or video game, but like Lollipop Chainsaw. Oh, yeah, that was a video game. A video game? Yeah. Yeah. Where you're just like, you're an attractive woman and you're just decimating zombies with a chainsaw. Yep. Nope. I remember that one. I played it. It was was okay. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, so they grab all kinds of stuff. There's vampires in this as well. Vampire um, ninjas, thank you yeah, very much. Yeah, vampire ninjas, sorry. Sorry, I gotta specify. But it's a harem, harem anime, so comedy around the fact that they all kind of move in with him, and he's, like, one guy. Sure, he's dead, but he's a guy with, like, three girls in his house. <laughs> Which, uh, 
you know, provides for some very entertaining situations. Oh yes, oh yes. He's can I can I point out that he's, I mean, he's severely overwhelmed being one guy and three girls, and they they take full <laughs> advantage of that. They like, really don't treat him like super <laughs> well. Yeah. They they pretty much just stay home all day and like mess around and he goes to school and then he comes home and he like cooks dinner and then does the dishes and Okay, so that's another thing. Like uh we forgot to mention there's a lot of comedy around him trying to hide the fact that he's a vampire. Oh, trying, or, no, or trying vampire, to hide that he's a zombie, zombie. and living and, with three girls, which is and great comedy. To have a hor- like a normal life like and one of the episodes, like one of the first or second episode, you see him trying like um, at school, and people are leaving. They're like, "Aren't you leaving?" He's like, "No, no, I'm okay." And and you can see he's looking out the window because the sun is up, and he's a zombie. <laughs> so if he goes in the sun, he's going to get burned. So he's, he's like, "Like, no, I'm okay." <laughs> yeah. And then, like in the mornings, when he has to walk to school. Um, he like avoids the sun, so he's like walking in the shade a lot. <laughs> yeah. But occasionally, he'll have to like go out in the sun, and and just funny things will happen. Like he'll be like withering to pieces in their front. They're like, "Are you okay?" He's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do. I mean, they approach the comedy very well. They provide a lot of opportunities for comedy, and they they implement it really well. The fact that he he is hi- trying to hide that he lives with three other girls it ends up, you know, making interesting, funny situations between him right. and his classmates. Where... <laughs> <laughs> and then also the fact that he is now a magical garment girl <laughs> makes interesting. He's got so much stuff to hide from yeah. people. <laughs> um, yes, he does. And there's just so many funny situations that happen because of it. But. So, and yeah, yeah and, and some of them, almost the best ones, are like the awkward funny. Where it's yeah. like, <laughs> you <know? laughs> if like if you were if you were in his shoes, can you imagine? <laughs> like, do you remember the first episode of the second season? Yeah, the situation he's in in that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. I would hate to be in that situation. It'd be the worst. Although um, I I do really enjoy one of the characters they they uh introduce in the second season and that is the nurse yes yes um so without giving away too much spoilers i'll just say the first episode of the second season one of his secret secrets gets revealed to the entire school <laughs> i will let not, you let me yeah go ahead go ahead i no, see where I you're going with gonna, this i'm gonna say i'll let you you know i don't want to say which one because uh, that would just kind of take away from it but you know, you can probably figure it out when it was, and why you wouldn't want to be in that situation. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, it's a lot of uh, a lot of fun to watch. Oh yeah, and uh, there was a lot of cameras in this situation. <laughs> a lot of a lot of phone cameras. Which, yep. I mean, they didn't go into detail how that was resolved. Because, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. But uh, also so anyway. We'll yeah. we'll talk a little bit about that scene after the episode because there's I mean they're all like focused and and astounded and you know excited about one thing where there's in that same scene in that same situation there's another thing that is clearly more you know out of normal 
Yeah. And just like a, a, a much bigger concern that no one pays attention to. Just because of his, his yeah, because of him and his situation. Him. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, with that, I think we should move on to characters because we yes. haven't touched on characters. Right? No, we haven't. So, I know we've talked about the, the main character, Ayamu, of course. Each guy who gets turned into a zombie and lives with four girls. And we've talked about Harunu, or uh, Haruna. Haruna, sorry, Haruna, uh, which is the um, magical garment girl. What we haven't really talked about is Yu Hellsight, which is the uh, the uh, necromancer that brought him back to life. They did. She was a cool yeah. character. They did some yes. neat things with her. She's super cute, and like not just in her appearance but her personality as yeah well. in her actions it's it's interesting that they were able to develop a, a super cute character and not have her talk right right i mean that shows how much body language and, and actions and stuff play a role in and how we you know see a person right or a character but at this point we can talk about um what we what i said we'd talk about later um the part where he fantasizes a lot about her talking. A funny little thing that they do, like a little fun joke that they do, is every time he fantasizes about her, they insert a new voice actress. It's a different voice. That's you know, Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, it's the same voice actress every time he fantasizes, but it is a different voice. No, it's a different voice actor, I believe. Every time? Oh, yeah? Well, that explains why there's, like, 20 voice actress, actors yeah. under, you know, Hellscythe. Yeah, because... Like, I was going to um, ask you about that. Yeah, because every time they do it, they actually put who it's voiced by. Oh, they, they, put, like, they a do, little, don't they? Yeah, they put, like, a little <laughs> thing in the bottom corner so it's not, like, super noticeable, but they say, like, this time it's voiced by this voice actress. <laughs> That's, I, I, you know, I like the cut of this anime's jib. You know, yeah, right. They 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 take risks and they're like, yeah, we're gonna do this. You know, <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, but eventually, which this is what I love. Eventually, at the end, um, and it's not really too much of a spoiler, but um, it, it's a it's a very very small spoiler. So if you don't want any spoilers, don't listen. But it is a very 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 small. Eventually, at the end of the first season, you actually do hear her talk. And when she talks, I love her actual voice. Because her actual voice is voiced by the same voice actress who does Asuna from Sword Art Online. Oh, that's true. What, do or you happen Lucy to know... from Fairy Tale. What's the name? Do you know? Uh, Shirami Lee. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, um, and Female there's, voice actors. yeah, there's other characters that, yeah, there is a long list of voice actors under mm-hmm. you. That explains that. That's that curious. So we mentioned a ninja vampire, which yep. is a, a bold combination to make, <laughs> <laughs> if I do say so. Uh, Seraphim is her name, and she is... The most developed of the group, oldest. Does she? I feel like she says her name or her age somewhere in the anime. It wouldn't surprise me. 
I also um, well, yeah, I think she does, but it's not what you would think. I mean, she's a vampire, so I think it's somewhere like in the hundreds of years old. Yeah, yep, that's what I was thinking too. She's a vampire ninja who would she? I mean, I, would it be spoilers to to say how she's introduced into the group? Um, I don't think so because it doesn't really. play into the plot. No, no, not much. Really. She apparently vampire ninja clans are very war driven people when they've been at war for a long time and she needs uh <clears throat> Lady Hellsythe. She's trying to recruit her to help them solve the war, which they do absolutely nothing with. That's just an excuse to get her in there, really. <laughs> right. Um, and for her to stick around. But <clears throat> she I mean, so what's your opinion on this? Seraphim um, right, she's she's an attractive vampire and that's that's ninja and that's cool, um as far as character goes. But she only has one move. You could argue she has two or maybe three, but really like one super signature move. Yeah. What's your opinion on that? I mean, Is it like funny that I mean obviously that's what they were going for, that she only has one yeah. Or is it kind of just like missed opportunity there? Uh, I mean, I think I think it could have been a missed opportunity, but sometimes the way that they do it is funny because she has used that move on different occasions for different purposes. And sometimes she'll put a spin on it, like a different name, but the same name, essentially. I think yeah. it's like, <laughs> like Swallow something, Swallow Strike. Swallow return strike. Swallow return strike. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. I think I think it's I think it's okay. I think it could have been a little better, but I mean they do they do kind of work funny things in. I think she has a cool character design. I mean, especially when she's like fighting and she has. I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but she has her wings out. She looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh, She's probably one of my least favorite characters, though, honestly. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I prefer. I mean, my favorite's probably my favorite female character's probably you. My second favorite one is probably um, either maybe Yuki or maybe that other one's not introduced. No, the other one's not introduced until the second one is. What other one? The one that's also a vampire ninja? Yeah, no, that's Yuki, right? No. Yeah, that, that, that's Yuki. Okay, but isn't there a third? I I seem to remember there being a black-haired... Maybe she wasn't a vampire ninja, but there's a black-haired main female character. I don't know if she's main. That's introduced in the second series early on. I don't. I don't... I can't describe her... Without giving a spoiler, but I guess I kind of have to. The one that stalks Ayumu. Yeah. Because uh, she's like, certain parts of him are like an onion, you know? Yeah, I didn't I didn't get to rewatch the second season, so oh, okay. Okay. I'm a little dry on knowledge there. <laughs> yeah, but so Yuki's a, she's a vampire ninja too? Yes, she is the blonde haired one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, She's I know introduced who she is. about like eh, later. 
she brings interesting comedy into it as well. Yeah, yeah. She's she's probably my second favorite. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's do. Well, is there any more on characters no, you want to talk about? Okay, let's, good. let's do a fun little game, and I wanted to do this with you. Um, <clears throat> kiss, marry, kill. Okay. <laughs> uh, actually, after hearing you talk about this, this is probably a no-brainer for you. Kiss, marry, kill. Haruna, you, and you said you, uh, I was going to say Seraphim, but you said that's your least favorite. So I'm going to spice things up again, and I'm going to go Yuki. That's just me. <laughs> I could have easily done it the other way. Yeah, I know. I know you could, but that wouldn't be entertaining. That's a different one. Oh, God, that's difficult. I would probably say... Alright, fine. Alright, fine. Kill Haruna. That one's that one's easy. You kill the youngest of the group, huh? Yeah, thing. Uh, the hard one is deciding which one to marry. Um, which one to marry? Probably Yuki, because um, I think uh, Yuki would make some, the better wife. Yeah, I think there, there's some subplot that I don't want to get into, um, because that is definitely a spoiler. But you get to see a little bit of her girly side skills and everything like. And it's like adorable how they present that too. Yeah, that one is funny. That one is funny. So, well, um, I'll tell you what. I'm glad you didn't say kiss Haruna because that would have been awkward. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's only <laughs> like, she's like 12. twelve. Yeah. So yeah, even in the anime universe, that's kind of like eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a little, little bit tongue in cheek there. Um, <clears throat> so hit me, hit me with one. All right, fine. Um. Alright, I'm gonna do the same, but uh replace Yuki with uh Seraphim. Oh Seraphim? Okay. You actually do like Seraphim. Yeah. I feel like they could have developed her no, I liked her. I like I was gonna say I feel like they could have developed her personality more, but they did plenty of development in personality department with her hatred of <laughs> Iowa. Yeah, Iowa. she does not like Iowa. <laughs> She's a maggot scum. Um, okay, so this is difficult. Uh, once again, the same dilemma. Who do I marry and who do I kiss? <laughs> <laughs> I w- I'd have to kill Haruna because I'm, I don't, I'm not going to marry her. All right, all right. I sure as heck I'm ain't going to kiss her. I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a change. I want to change this up. You're right. That's too easy. Okay. Replace Haruna with Yuki. Oh, no. Oh man, no! I can't kill any of these three. <laughs> I I think I literally can't kill Hellside. Can she die? I don't uh, think so. She's a necromancer. I don't know if that means she can die or not. I don't, I'm, I'm I don't pretty think sure she so. can't. Yeah, I don't think so. So let's yeah that that adds a new dimension to itself too because I literally <laughs> can't kill her. Oh no. I'm gonna so have she to must kill... survive. I'm gonna have to kill Seraphim. Ah, yeah. Oh no! Well, no. Oh god, I can't kill Yuki. She's too adorable. I know, right? How good? Why did I do this? <laughs> what is this torture? I made this one difficult for you. Yeah, this is hard. Can I? Can I live with myself after killing <laughs> Seraphim? <laughs> Could I? Uh. God, I wish I wish you could die. <laughs> she can't. Oh, come on, man. No, I'm your cousin. I, what? 
Oh, yeah. Why do you yeah. need to die? Because <laughs> you're evil. Because you did this to me. <laughs> um. Okay, so I'm going to have to, yeah. I'm going to have to marry Yuki. Um. Kiss you and, and no. <laughs> I want to kiss you. Huh? I know we're family, but <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, regardless, that's not the way. <laughs> I'll kill Seraphim, but I'll kill her with a poisoned kiss. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, I would accept it. I would accept it. Very romantic I, Romeo Juliet stuff. Yeah. And also, yeah. How can how can you not? I mean, there is there is an intense. You know, vampire scene between Seraphim and Haruna. It got pretty. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. No. Yeah. All right. Well, that was kind of fun. <laughs> Torturous, but fun. <laughs> Maybe made for some good supporting our some good podcast material can we talk about orito orito yeah i mean that's fine with me okay um he's the and you know most anime have them now main yeah. character best friend mm-hmm. um, but, <laughs> but he's oh, he's he he's fun funny. yeah he's yeah. funny too he's like he's so everyone's always calling ayumu the perv and he's the magical garment girl, um, but in in reality is Orito, who's kind of the girl crazy one. <laughs> um, he's and he's very very passionate about it. But he yes. goes he from a from a female perspective or from the female classmates' perspective, he's kind of like the <laughs> the creeper guy who they <laughs> they don't really. I mean, there's a scene where he's asking a bunch of them out, and they're all like, oh, no, I gotta do this, and and no, you know, uh, but in his mind, he's like the noble knight who's, you know, rejected. He's so passionate about it, which is fun, and he he has his own, I feel like he has his own kind of unique brand of comedy in this. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it. Sometimes they can maybe overdo it a little bit, and he can get a little With annoying. Him, yeah, there's a little bit where he's like, "Okay, drama queen, settle down." <laughs> but I mean, for the most part, it is a lot of comedy and a lot of really funny. Yeah, and he, I don't know. I feel like he puts Ayumu in interesting environments. Yeah, he he can cause a lot of. Um, bad situations right <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, there's man. also i especially I, in the second season yeah and like late in the first season and and in the second season as you mentioned <clears throat> i really like there's a strong bromance going on between <laughs> ayumu and orito that i really enjoy watching it's kind of a one-sided romance though <laughs> yeah it's, it's definitely him and not ayumu <laughs> there's there's a there's a scene where like he's upset with Aimu for for something and it's that typical you know kind of boyfriend girlfriend scene where it's like i don't know if we can do this anymore <laughs> and he's like well we'll always be friends right <laughs> uh, i yeah it's i i really like what they did there 
between those two characters, how they developed them. Yeah, they 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 play off of each other really well. Um, but yeah, lots of lots of. I think one of the things this anime does best is the character interaction. Yeah, that's where a lot of. Uh, I I'd say probably half of the comedy comes from the situations that they get into, and then the other half probably comes from the character interactions themselves yeah yeah i agree and they do i mm, i can't imagine that's super easy to do either you know imagine that puts some work in into planning oh yeah yeah those character reactions i mean it's I, it's, it's, it's 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 an art it's, it really is i can't personally think of another anime that does it quite as well either not, not At least quite. that makes it quite as funny. Right. Yep, very, very true. Alright. Well, Any, any more we, characters? I think I'm good on characters. Um, why don't we move on to um, sound and music? Okay, good. <laughs> I, I think it did really well with the sound and music because, um, like we were saying earlier... It, it emphasizes a lot of sound effects. Like when when they transform, there's all kinds of like <laughs> yeah. glittery, like glitter, sparkly, like popping noises and like whoosh, whoosh, boop. So <laughs> it, it's it's yeah, they do really well with the sound effects, which not a lot of anime you can say like yeah, sure, oh, it's really easy to make uh. A sword clanking sound effect. I mean, you could find that chainsaw stock rubbing. on. Yeah, you could find that stock on the internet anywhere. But they, they definitely went above and beyond the sound effects. Yeah, I, I really like the music too. A lot of it matched the anime well in, in the fact that it was like upbeat and kind of fun mm-hmm. to listen yeah. to. Um, yeah. it was very happy music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I and I might be making this up. I don't a hundred percent remember, but I feel like there was some cool like battle music that played too during the yeah, fight scenes. A little bit, yeah, yeah, there is. Um, what did you think about the um, intros? The intro, I let's see. I mean, I wasn't. I liked them. They weren't. I mean, it's it's weird because I was kind of I was used to like another so that was our last one yeah and going from another intro to this one like they're two different beasts um huh we're back to the another yeah there you go that one's one's on the house (laughs) uh yeah so i don't know it's hard i enjoyed it like it wasn't it wasn't it's not my favorite one i do think it sets the mood for the anime though yeah, like yeah. watching the intro or after the intro, you kind of know what to expect. One thing I did like with the intro, and I don't know if this falls under the category of music or not, but after every intro, they gave like a little one sentence thing that was kind of like what the episode's oh, about. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. And it was like kind of still in the intro when they did that. It wasn't like uh, a lot of anime; they'll do that transition scene where they'll be like episode five, blah blah blah. You know, right. Right. This was like during the last lines of the intro song. It's like, ah, I'm a zombie or something like that. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Like all in all, the, 
I like the sound effects a lot. The music is is pretty good. Like you said, I agree. It, like it's not the best um, intro, but it, it it does well. It's not it's not like a bad intro by any stretch of imagination either. I didn't really. I I couldn't tell you a single thing about the end intro. I don't even remember if I watched oh. it or not. Or yeah, the I don't end. Know. I, I usually. This is another one of those anime that, like, as soon as I finished an episode, I wanted to get right into the next. Yeah, because I feel like, and I don't know if this is scientifically true or not, but I feel like uh, this is such a funny, happy anime that a lot of endorphins are released while you're watching it. You're yeah. kind of like, I need more. <laughs> right, it's addicting. Um, like, even just talking about it, like, I I just want to keep going watching, watching more. <laughs> true do we i wonder if any of our listeners think like we hype certain anime up way too much uh i don't it's, i mean it's possible like i try i try not to overhype anime i don't i try to not overhype anything that i like because i have been burned by that before yeah. um certain series that people love and they're like oh this was the best thing ever you know i and then i go and watch it and then, well, I mean, like I talked about this, I think a, a few weeks ago when we were talking about Ruby, um, yeah. where the coworker of mine was like, "Oh, this is a really, really good anime. You really like it." Blah blah blah. And I watched it, and I was like, "Yeah, it's not too bad. It's it's okay, but like, it's not as good as you said." So I kind of don't like it now. Like, I, I watched it, that Screw Attack episode, by the way, and it was that pretty was cool. awesome, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, but like, yeah. Anytime anybody hypes something up for me, the my feeling is, if it doesn't meet one hundred percent, like what they say, if it falls even a hair short, then I don't like it as much as I could have if they had told me nothing about it. Yeah. So I try and find a balance. I, I'm so take our take us with a grain of salt, guys. Like we we are very passionate about this anime because we like it. But, like, I'm not saying just because this is my favorite comedy anime doesn't mean this is the funniest anime ever. Yeah. Um, you know? So, don't, like, get your hopes up too much. Make your own opinion of it. Yeah, we're just, I agree. We're just trying to convince you that it is worth a watch. I'm not trying to convince you that this is the funniest anime ever or that, you know, coolest anime, the saddest anime or whatever. It's good when you're when you're watching an anime that was suggested to you. I feel like it's good to like before you start the first episode just to sit, take a second to really kind of clear out your expectations and start with a blank slate. And be yeah. Like okay, this is going to be <clears throat> I'm going to have no expectations going into this. I'm going right. to everything I yeah, everything I think about this is going to be my own. Yeah. Own opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of that's kind of why when um when we first started, I was very very um sparse on my descriptions of anime and my on it because that exact reason I didn't want to give away too much. I wanted people to get their own opinion. Now I realize there's a balance, and I've kind of adjusted for that. Talking, yeah, that you know. that balance is pretty much just the synopsis on my anime list. Well, I mean. Except yeah. for this week. I mean, there are times when we add to it, you know? Yeah, I mean, when the synopsis doesn't cut it or 
know if we need to add additional things, we will. But anyway, so yeah, take it with a grain of salt, make your own opinion of it. All I'm trying to do is convince you that this is worth a watch. So I'm trying to convince, I'm trying to, to, to intrigue you enough to actually watch this and make your own opinion of it. Yeah. Yep, 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 I agree. So you want to go on to the final uh, final kind of anime of the week segment? Yeah, and talk about animation. Yeah. What did you think of the animation? Um, I thought it was, you know, pretty much your standard. Well, well standard. I mean, it's kind of like magical girl anime animation where everything's yeah. like really cute. Um, I I think it it finds a very balance because there are situations, there are certain scenes that are really dark as well. Yeah, that's true. Like, um, uh, you know, there's some there's some graveyard, you know, uh, fight scenes that are there. The animation, like the coloring, turns a little darker. And 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 yeah, I agree. There are balance. They are balanced really well. I mean, the guy's a zombie, so he can't be out in the daylight a lot. So a lot of the time that he's active is nighttime. So you can kind of, you know, a lot of his interactions are at night. So they have a lot of darker scenes. Of course, if there's a magical girl or something in the scene, then it brightens up and it's all colorful and and cutesy. Um, So, yeah. That is interesting. There are scenes where, like, he's out at night and, like, he meets a bad guy or, or a villain or whatever and it gets intense but just the nature of his power being a magical girl lightens the mood pretty much instantly so it's a right. nice that's a nice thing they did where they're like hey we know there's going to be parts where um this anime is going to get kind of intense but in order for it to stay true to its comedy nature we'll give him this power that'll instantly lighten the mood which was kind of neat yeah, yeah. They did some really cool. I think it looks good. I mean, no, yeah. I mean, it, I think, I think, like you said, it, it's it's not like the prettiest anime, but like they do really well with balancing the different colors, going back and forth between them. Yeah, no, they do good with the colors, and they do. They got. I really like the character. I, I mean, once again. Whenever we go over this, I I I look at the the cover art. Oh just, yeah, yeah. I I like the character's eyes. I yeah. especially like what they do with Seraphim's eyes when she's like in her <laughs> vampire mood. Doing that Seraphim. Yeah, I guess Yuki does that too. Yeah. Um, um, so now I I can't I can't with all good conscience move on from this segment without talking about the animation of the magical girl transformation. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so I loved the Magical Girl transformation animation. I wish we could. That's kind of a tongue twister, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a bit of a mouthful. Transformation animation. I wish we <laughs> could like uh, compare it to some. I I don't know. I want to say it's like the. Okay, I want to say it's like the Power Power Ranger transformation, but it's not really. I think the most accurate. Uh, comparison I can think of for this transformation, and I we we talked about Digimon series before the podcast started me and or before the episode started me and Ty, um, and you said you haven't watched Digimon. I think Battlefront, the one where they turn into Digimon, right? No, no, I haven't seen that one. 
Well, in that one, they they when they're turning into Digimon, and for you listeners who have seen that, you know, uh, series, just to give you an idea of what this transformation looks like, it's it's similar with a comedic kind of cute spin on it. But uh, Ty, you can go ahead and 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 describe it because I don't know, I don't know how many of our listeners have seen Battle Frontier, so that might be a hundred percent useless comparison. I didn't even know where to describe it. <laughs> like, I I, well, I mean, so like the it shows the what the silhouette well, of the character. I mean, yeah, I've kind of I did kind of go through it earlier where it, it's the kind of transformation where it will go like over one part of the body at a time. Like it will show like the feet transforming and like magical girl slippers coming on with bows, and then it will show like the head um, where it's like. Like a bow on the head. Yeah, and then the cute hat, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then and then uh, of course we talked about it. We'll go to the dress, and then you see a nice, uh, like well, I shouldn't say nice, but you see like a comedic ass shot. Yeah, of, yeah uh, that was interesting. Yeah, um, but and, and it really goes with the the sound of it as well. I mean, it all just kind of comes together really well because it will do one thing and it will go boop. You know, and yeah. Or am I am I incorrect, or is there like a little ah in there too? <laughs> there might be. Yeah. Uh, I think in some of them, yeah, there there is a little bit. So. But, um, uh, yeah. Also, as they as they increase that power, right, they become cuter and cuter until they meet <laughs> oh, like yeah. maximum cuteness. Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah. The cuter, the more powerful. Which, <laughs> when he when he does become cuter, he pretty much just you know adds more roses to his costume, a bigger hat, roses, and like a cape. Bows, yeah, yeah <laughs> all kinds of stuff like that. Ribbons, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's animation. I would say yeah. Um, so all in all, let's give it the let's give actual numbers for it. Um, Go with plot. Go. Plot. Um. I. Mm, I don't know. I. I almost say I'd give it an eight, just because sometimes that focuses more on comedy than plot. But when it does focus on plot, I think it's a really good plot. So I'm gonna yeah. go with. I'll go with solid eight. I would agree with that. I'd agree with that. Um. I could. You could. Maybe even argue a nine, just if if you know that it's comedy anime and you're not going to get a lot of plot out of it, go with a nine. All right, what about characters? Characters, uh, I'd give a ten. I would too. Uh, there there weren't any characters that I disliked. There weren't yeah, any characters I that I just didn't love, really. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was characters I did not love, Seraphim mainly, but I mean, like... I didn't hate her either. She's a very strong, independent woman. I feel like <laughs> all of them. All of them have very strong personalities. <laughs> That's true. Very strong, unique personality. Um, I I agree. I would give characters a ten as well. Well, ten. Um, move on to sound. Sound, sound music. Sound. I'd I'd go well. I'd go back to eight just because the uh, I can't remember the end theme at all, 
and um the the well, the intro was I like the intro it was upbeat it was it was cool kind of um and then I I really enjoyed the sound like in the anime itself the yeah. music and everything I'd go I'd listen I'd I'd listen to the OST yeah I yeah, haven't I but I would I think it's I think it's good um while the the opening and endings might not be the most um solid ones I would say like the music just throughout the soundtrack is it's probably pretty solid. I think so. I feel like it'd be good music to listen to while doing homework because there's not a lot of lyrics. I mean, besides the opening and, and ending, there's not a lot of lyrics in that music. It's kind of just like a piece. What? So you got to put it oh, yeah. to test. I sure will. Um, I I would. Yeah, I, I'd say if I could, I'd give an eight point five, but. If I can, I, I would just go with an eight. Yeah, and I think I would do. I think I would do the same with the story. If I could give the story an eight point, I would. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's. I, I don't know. Part of me feels like it's wrong to punish it for, for not focusing on plot a hundred percent of the time. What it is an anime, comedy, uh, a comedy anime. Yeah. But, I mean, just just being a hundred percent objective with it. Right. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Ashley animation. As for animation, I once again I would I would give it a ten just because everyone I I think is really adorable <laughs> and I like them. Yeah, yeah, it, it does good. Um, if we include like character design and stuff like that in animation, yeah, I, I would agree with it. It's it's um very cutesy and it does that very well. Um, parts are well animated and fight scenes are well animated oh yeah yeah fight scenes like even though it's a comedy anime there are some pretty cool fight scenes so uh overall let's see we got we got like 8 10 10 8 um i'd say as far as as i'm concerned my overall score is a solid nine yeah, I mean, if we wanted to go statistic, like you know, mathematically average it out, it would probably be a nine. Um, honestly, I would give it a ten. Yeah, like, I'm. I'm happy you said that. Really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. I mean, like I said, it is my favorite comedy anime. I love this anime because it always makes me smile. Like I could be in the worst possible mood ever. I could just go watch this thing and laugh. You know, I've been thinking about diversifying my my top five lately, and I've been thinking about maybe putting this up in there. Um, I mean, it's a solid choice if you ask me. I'm yeah, but I know at the end of the day, I I probably won't just because then I have to get rid of something, and I don't, I don't know what I'd <laughs> what I'd want to get rid 10, of. Though? Top ten, though. Top ten. Oh, solidly top ten. Probably number six in top ten. I feel like if not we... top five. Let's see, what episode are we on? Thirty six now. Yep. I feel like when we get to like 50, we're going to have to do something cool. And I feel like a top would probably be appropriate. A top and 10? Yeah, top 10 would be good. Top 50. Or 50, oh, no. Top 50. <laughs> well, that's for my, my list. No, I'd be um, down with that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm going to, if that's the case, I'm going to have to rework. Like, I. It's been a while since I actually adjusted my top, and it's going to be a like I've 
so many new awesome anime since then that it's just going to be so hard to do that. Yeah, that's true. You know, so funny story. Um, conveniently, you happen to cut out every time you say the number after top. So just so we're all on the same page here, because I am editing this week, so it will be cut out. Um, are we talking about top 10 or top 5? What are we talking about? Oh, it's a top 50. It's our 50th episode. No, not 50. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just It'll be a 50-hour long podcast. <laughs> An hour per anime. Well, a half of each. Um, so, no, yeah, top 10. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'd be all for that. All right, so we're an hour and 22 minutes into this recording. Let's get some news out there. All right, why don't you start? All right. And go through your stuff, because I hate to say it, but I kind of, I'm sorry, it's a little unprofessional, but I have to take a small break. All right, <laughs> that's fine. I'll keep them company. I'll keep right. the wonderful people listening company. You're such a good man. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm also yeah. a zombie. Um, so I have an article I'm pretty excited about. I'm a huge fan of Digimon, and I have been, you know, ever since my early years. There's Tyler's dog. Um, usually it's me with the dog problems, but not this time. That one was on Ty. Let's give him a hard time when he gets back, shall we? Um, I have an article by Crunchyroll that talks about Digimon Adventure Try packaging previewed. So they're coming up with a new Digimon movie. But it's super exciting because from what I can tell, it's uh, it features the older versions of the Digidestins from Season 1, right? So you get to see Tai and Agumon again and all, the, uh, all that original cast. So as far as the article goes... It says, Reunion, the first of the upcoming six-chapter series Digimon Adventure Try is scheduled for a December 18 release, four weeks after its limited theatrical release in Japan on November 21st. Packaging has now been previewed with a look at the standard cover, an alternate offer to fans who buy the home video at the early screenings. The package looks pretty cool. It's, It's... you know, the two main Digidestin and their Digimon uh, kind of looking cool on a bridge. But I also looked up the synopsis for this because um, I was I was really interested in it. And it doesn't give a whole lot in the synopsis uh, on my anime list. So I'll read it for you guys. Um, Digimon Adventure Try 1 Deki, which is reunion in Japanese. Fifteen years after summer, after the summer vacation, that's right, the summer vacation that changed the Digidestin's lives. Um, if we didn't go to the digital world, if I didn't make this trip with others, if we didn't change at all like this, these Digimon were always with us. We've been friends all the time. We learned the importance of helping each other. All the things have made us what we are. New stories for all the Digidestined in the world. Chi 17 high school days. So, yeah, from what I can tell, it kind of just is older versions of Digidestined. And, and it looks promising. It looks pretty cool. I'm excited about it. I, it. It brings back a whole lot of nostalgia. Digimon, especially the first series. 
And since Ty's not back yet, I'm assuming he's not back yet. Must be a line. Oh, hey, you back? <laughs> I might have been back for a little while. Oh, okay. Well, good thing I didn't say anything bad about you. Huh? <laughs> we I'm did just say kinda, we were... you know, seeing how long you might last without me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was I was drowned in a little bit there. It is hard without a co-host. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of hard. You can't really spark conversation with yourself. Yeah. Unless, I mean, if you do, you're, you look crazy. <laughs> we did say we were going to give you a hard time when oh. you got back, though. What? Wait. What on, took you on. so long? Hold on. Who's the we? It's royal we. I'm king oh, now. okay. Okay. Fair <laughs> when you were gone, I established rule over this kingdom. That's not canon. <laughs> no, it's not canon. <laughs> I don't want democracy. that democracy. I don't want that responsibility. Oh, I'm sorry, not democracy. Dictatorship. No, democracy. <laughs> so you got an article for us, good buddy? Oh, oh I suppose so. Alright. Here's one. Funimation offers broadcast dubs for Dance with Devils, Showman Sample. Heavy object. Oh, and Attack on Titan Junior High and Seraph of the End Season 2 and Noragami Aragato it's, uh, dubs. Right. I don't know why they didn't include that one in the title. So I guess those are those are all sequels, so maybe that's why. Yeah. <clears throat> Funimation Entertainment announced on Wednesday that it will offer broadcast dubs for Dance with Devils, Showman Sample, Heavy Object, Attack on Titan Junior High, Seraph of the End Battle in Nagoya, and Noragami Aligato. Dance with Devil's story revolves around um, Ritsuka Tachibana, a female second-year high school student who attends Shiko Academy in Shiko Town. She enjoyed her school life while living with her mother, Maria, but one day that balance fell into ruin. Anime story. Uh, the anime is a story of Yuka being loved and being attracted. I wonder if that means like physically attracted to demons or sexually attracted to demons. <laughs> I'm glad you asked that question though, because you cut out after attracted to, and I'm like, attracted to what? <laughs> to demons. Demons. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's yeah. That's the way. Like it says, being loved and being attracted to demons. So because it said being loved. I'm almost wondering if this means, like, sexually attracted to demons. <laughs> I don't know. Some people are, you know, into horns and tails. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's the first, you know, anime that's done, like, a demon harem. <laughs> it probably won't be the last, either. No, no, probably not. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm more excited for the ones that were in the subtitle. <laughs> yeah, me too. Does it say anything about those? Uh, let's see. Seraph Season 2, Thrill. Seraph of the End, Battle in Nagoya. Uh, anime series is the second half of Seraph of the End series that adapts uh, Daisuke Hura's Takaya Kagami and Yamamoto Yamoto, no, Yamamoto Yamamoto's. Does he really have, like, the same first name and last name? Well, oh, poor guy. Oh, Yamato Yamamoto. That's it. <laughs> Yamato, Yamamoto. Be like being named Nathan Nathan. 
Yeah, right. It's so close. Uh, that, it, it threw me off for a second because I'm like, what? Um, but it adapts their their Seraph of the End Vampire Rain manga. The story takes place. This is the same. What first? Uh, okay, here we go. Broadcast Devil will uh, premiere on November 11th at 8:30 p.m. Uh, EDT in Funimation's Double Talk Block. Series premiered in Japan on Octo- uh, October 10th, and Funimation is streamed. Funimation is streamed, and and an English broadcast dub for the first season. Uh, that is good English, there, my friend. <laughs> they should hire us as translators. Right? Well, I mean, that like, English is probably still better than our Japanese, to be fair. Well, that's not translated. That's that's from that's a Funimation site, probably. That was a Funimation press release. That is just like Funimation is streamed. I'm I'm I'm, oh. I'm assuming that means has streamed in English. No excuse dub. then. No, no, no excuse. Um, and then Nora Nagami, though, which is another one that we really um, liked, will also premiere on November 11th at 9 p.m. Premiered wow. in October 2nd um, in Japan. That's right around the corner. October, okay, so that's in the past. <laughs> November 2nd is right around the corner. November 11th. Okay. okay. It was... It aired in Japan October 2nd. Yeah. November 11th. So we still have um, a week and a half, essentially. How much uh, did you go through? How many articles? Yeah. Oh, I went through all of mine. Okay. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. No, I, I just went through one. Oh, okay. Well, hey, look at that. Good timing then. Your turn. Yeah. Um, so this one's from Anime News Network, and they have a little article they do called Answer Man. Um, it's, you know, readers or fans, they send in questions, and and this guy, uh, gives, you know, his, his best answer, uh, Answer Man with Justin, uh, Sivakis. And the question asked was, given the rising attendance figures at anime conventions here in the U.S., comparing to attendance figures from the uh, comicets, and assuming that such convention convention attendees would be considered otaku if living in Japan, is it possible that the U.S. now has more otaku than Japan? Oh, man. Yeah, um, this was really interesting because sometimes. Well, okay. Being, go ahead. I was gonna say maybe we do number wise, but there's no way we have more otaku per capita. Yeah. I mean, well, Japan that, has a lot less of a population than the. That's pretty so, much the consensus of this article as well. Oh um, really? But it is. I mean. This article caught my eye because sometimes it's hard being in a, a North American anime fan. Sometimes you feel a little bit alone out there. Yeah, right. In your in your hobby, um, like there could be there could be like, I'm I'm sure this number is probably low, but let's say, um, ten million American citizens that are actually anime fans. That's yeah. like, I mean, that's like, like nothing. There's yeah, towns or there's cities bigger than that. 
Right. There's there's literally like what three hundred and fifty million Americans. Yeah. Ten million. Like, sure, that sounds like a lot, but that's like such a small number if you consider it as a percentage of America. Yeah. No, but I agree. You could literally be the only anime fan in your town. Yeah. If you live in a small town. Oh, that'd be that'd be rough. If you are, <laughs> if you are, uh, you know, uh, tweet us and email us. Well, 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 fill satisfy your anime discussion needs. We'll talk anime with you. We'll hang out with you. Yeah. We'll be your anime friends. We'll be your real friends too. Because you guys are awesome. But so yeah, this I mean this article goes to talk about how it's really hard to kind of get a grasp on um how many hardcore otaku fans there are in Japan and US. Um American fans are hard to count dis- uh despite being late night tsunami regularly counts more than a million viewers for some of its shows. Plenty more have streamed Attack on Titan in order to ship it in. Um, they talked about how attendance numbers from conventions are not really a, a uh, you know, valid number to go by because they're, um, they don't distinguish if someone's coming for the second day, right? They just pretty much give, and it's a rough estimate of people at the convention every day if it's a multiple-day convention. It said one solid way, though, to kind of determine the number of fans is through DVD sales. Um, It says while there is no average, most anime will sell at least a couple thousand units in North America, and many go far beyond that. A decent hit show with mainstream exposure could even break 50,000 units, and very rarely the um, super mainstream anime shows will even break a hundred thousand units um yeah, I, I bet you full metal alchemist probably oh, yeah. easily broke a hundred yeah and justifiably so yeah right so or but, dragon ball z or yeah especially dragon ball z ones. naruto's pretty big i mean they're the big one piece i know the, fairy the, tale the funny thing is other than fairy tale the funny thing is like those big ones I don't buy because they're so big and they've been going for so long. It's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Super expensive. But he comes to the conclusion that um and he emphasizes that it's a feeling, you know, it's not based on solid evidence. Mm-hmm. He comes to the conclusion that Japan and North America have roughly the same number of hardcore hardcore otaku fans. But Japan has a much wider and more diverse crowd of fringe fans, which yeah, are people, I mean, yeah, totally who are into sense. it, but not. Yep. So, so, uh, if you are an anime fan in North America, you are not alone. But you are, you know, maybe hard to come by. <laughs> so that's that one. Yeah, you're not alone. Though. You can always talk to us. Yeah. Give us a listen. Yeah, give us a listen. Read at us. Whatever. So, all right. Well, let's see. Um, this one caught my eye. Um, <clears throat> drama, sickle murder. It's it's dramatical, but the drama in dramatical is capitalized. 
drama tickle murder English dub cast announced. You always come up with these weird titled articles. <laughs> like what <laughs> was that one we? Me. What was that one we did a while ago? It was like Nana Super something. Oh gosh, I Super do. Shaft. Oh, <laughs> uh, that doesn't surprise me. I don't. I don't remember the one exactly, but that does not surprise me. Uh, they're interesting titles. They clickbait, <laughs> but you know, depends on the person, really. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, Sentai Filmworks announced it, uh, the cast for its English dub of Dramatical Murder on Monday. The cast under director. Christopher Aries includes Gabriel Regojo as um, David Wald as Ren, David Matranga as Kojaku, uh, Corey Hartzog as Noise, going on and on. Um, you can find the full list on um, the news network. Um, but I want to give the like the um, little quick synopsis of this anime because it sounds very interesting. <clears throat> <clears throat> Nothing on mid. Oh gosh, I regret this already. Uh, mid. Oh gosh. Midori Jama. I'm gonna go with that. Nothing on Midori Jama has been the same since the powerful. Toy Hanzern forced the original population into the old residential district and converted the rest of the island into an ex- the exclusive resort Platinum Jail. Despite that, Ioba has tried to build a normal life for himself, working part-time in a junk shop and hanging out with his friends and his AI allmate, Ren. But when Iowa is drawn into the shady underworld that surrounds the popular virtual game Rhyme, the universe that he thought he knew fell apart. If Deja Vu describes the sensation of experiencing something that you think you may have done before, what is it called when other people seem to recognize you for doing things that you don't remember doing? All Ioba knows is that there are gaps in his memory, people are disappearing, and a secret buried in his own mind may be the only key to revelation. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, sounds like interesting. Um, Crunchyroll streamed the television series as it aired in Japan last summer. The series itself ran for 12 episodes. The anime's Blu-ray and DVD box in Japan also included an original 15th episode, like bonus episode. Okay. Hmm. Doesn't say when this is going to happen, but it sounds like a very interesting anime. Yeah, it does. It's like so much mystery. I know. I love mystery. Um, I've got my next article has a totally different mood from that one, but oh, we'll see boy. how it goes. <laughs> no, it's it's lighthearted, and I like oh, it. Okay, okay. It's. Again, by Crunchyroll, and the title is Dragon Ball Super celebrates Goku voice actress's 79th birthday. Oh, dang, she's old. Yeah, so Masako Nozawa, she is the voice actress for Goku in Dragon Ball. Not only Goku, but 
Goku, Gohan, Goten, and Bardock. She, she's this. I mean, let let's let's give credit where credit's due here and pay some tribute to this awesome lady. She's been doing TV anime literally since its beginning. She worked on 1963's Astro Boy. Oh man! Yeah, that's crazy. Um, she's been in lead classic kids horror series Gigi no Kitaro, um, the robot cat from the future in Doraemon. Um, she was in One Piece as Dr. Korea and, um, a lot of other stuff. I mean, and she looks, I mean, there's pictures over here. She looks like a really nice, fun lady, grandmotherly kind of figure. Uh, I gotta say the most impressive thing about that is that 79 years old and you know Every time she goes into the the booth to voice Goku, she has to yell and scream a lot. Yeah. Like, ah! Yeah. Powering up. Yep. Um, God, I can only imagine what hell on a 79-year-old voice that would do. That's true. I'll tell you what. She's got some chops, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know the English voice actor for Goku. Who will has even said like sometimes after he comes out of the booth he is coughing up blood because of how much he screams. Yeah, well, there's a price to pay. She turned seventy nope. ninth on October twenty fifth, so last yeah. Sunday. Well, happy birthday! Yeah, from us to you, Masako. Happy birthday! I suppose we should call her Miss Nozawa. Nozawa san. Nozawa san. All right, well, we're pretty uh, pretty over, so I got one more, and then if you have any more, we can do those. But okay. I want to go through mine real quick. Um, this one interested me also because of the title. <clears throat> the Sound of Tiger and Bunny Concert gets Blu-ray with the anime. I guess we that's a fish- pretty popular anime. Yeah? Yeah, I've heard a lot about it. Um, the official website for Tiger and Bunny franchise announced on Wednesday that the film performance of the Sound of Tiger and Bunny Orchestral Concert will be released on the on Blu-ray disc in Japan on February 24th. The Blu-ray disc will also include an all-new 18-minute short anime titled Bunny Cooks Spoil the Broth. Um, the, short will, the short was also shown during the concert. Um, so I am a huge orchestral classical music fan. So, well, and especially anime. Like, anime has some awesome, like, orchestral music. So, like, when I see, like, it just gets, like, they took an orchestra and then put a an anime with it. I'm like, cool! Yeah, it's very exciting. So, yeah. Anybody who's uh, big into that, might be a good in a good uh, Blu-ray to pick up. Yeah, yeah, it'd be an interesting thing to add to your collection. Yeah, right. Because it's mostly orchestra with a little bit of anime. Yep. So I'm out of articles. You said that was your last one, right? Yep. All right. So we'll go ahead and and wrap up the episode here. It was a little longer. We're yep. going on 
an hour 46 now but we hope you guys enjoyed well we sure did i mean it it seemed to fly by this week (laughs) i know like it did not feel like an hour and 45 minutes that's for darn sure yeah unfortunately we did not have time or we do not have time for a third segment as our you know we usually have um but we hope uh with uh, we kind of just we went extra into the the anime of the week and we we hope you guys don't mind too much. We will at some point get back to our regular right. schedule. We promise. We might even switch stuff up. Um, yeah. If we think of something fun to do, we might switch things up. But as it stands now, we're gonna. I've almost, I've almost just enjoyed like going into like a lot more detail about the anime and stuff. That's true. I mean, an hour or an hour and a half is a little, little tight for three yeah. segments. Yeah. But. but that's stuff to talk to, you know, <laughs> from producer to producer, you know, executive. Mm-hmm. We're kind of technically CEOs of this, aren't we? Dictatorship, remember. <laughs> no, no. Democracy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so we love you guys, and thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us for another yep. week. And we hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you guys next time on another episode of Your Weekly Ramen. Sayonara. Ja, macha.